15. All right, three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode five of the Purple Octopus Red Sweater. My name is Evan, joined by Wes. Wes, how are you? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, besides the fucking Red Wing is buzzing. Uh, buzzing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of like an old joke at this point, but who would have guessed that Buffalo and Detroit would be leading the Atlantic? No. Me. <laughs> no, I know. Fuck nobody. Nobody. Nobody ever. Pretty cool though. Um, got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, so I went on Reddit today, which is like looking at my messages. A um, couple people wanted us to talk more about prospects. Um, I guess we have glossed over that, but for a good reason because the Red Wings are lighting it up, and there's been so many good storylines. So we'll definitely get to prospects. Um. But yeah, speaking of games and Red Wings, uh, I think the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about first is Lucas Raymond's first NHL goal. Fucking snipe. Oh, a snipe and a half. What a fucking beauty. And you were losing your shit. I know you were, said you were taking a piss or something and fucking lost it. Yeah, I had my... Um, I didn't even hear it either because I, I had like my gaming headset on when I was watching. I just come back and I see... Like the replay, I'm like, oh, of course I fucking miss this, dude. Like the biggest moment, probably of the year, unless most score soon. Oh, Mo needs to shoot it, man. Like I, he, he, like you know, he's great. He's doing well. Like he's a good defenseman. He's doing well. Yeah. He's playing well. He gets tape tape passes. Uh, he's, yeah, he's like he's so accurate on his passes, man. Yeah, and um, but like. He, I don't know if he's afraid to shoot it. No, I, I don't know say, if maybe he hasn't just maybe he hasn't had the right you know moment where he knows it's gelling on his stick and he's got the the lane open good enough. Um, but I mean, I've seen him a couple times, and you know, obviously from home, you don't we don't know what they see on the ice. But uh, like where I'm like, come on, it's like oh, and then he passes it. Which I don't mind because, again, at least he's not coughing the puck up. He's, hey, I don't think he's done much of that. And he's not, you know, giving it away on a pass. But, uh, yeah, like I'd like to see him shoot it a little bit more. Do you think it's a Mo thing or do you think it's a, a Jeff Blaschel thing telling the defense not to shoot as much or, like, specifically him? No, I think he's, I think he's the guy that you want – you Blaschel should be telling him to fire it. I think maybe he's just uh, – you know, whatever it is. It, you know, he's only played three games – Nerves, yeah. whatever it is, uh, you know he's he's 19 years old. Uh, I'm not gonna dog him about it or anything. I just I just want to oh, see yeah. it. I just want to see it happen. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, speaking of Mo and Lucas, have you checked out the uh, rookie points leader so far after three games? Is it Luke? Uh, it's not Luke, but I mean the coldest <coughs> in Detroit. Is it? Oh, is it Cider? Uh. No, I actually think it's like someone random. Home. I, I literally just looked at it now. I'm blanking. Hold on. Give me one sec. No, but they're like number three and five. Yeah, man. They're fucking playing good. Oh, yeah. It's right. Michael. Michael Bunting is number one. He's got three oh, points. Yeah. Well, they leave. have the same amount of points, but Michael Bunting has one more game played. So, I mean, if Raymond or Mo get a point tonight, they'll be in first place. Yeah. Um, and, Bertuzzi, and we got the NHL's leading goal scorer. That's dude. Oh my god, it's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, it's three games then, but yeah, we got the NHL's leading goal scorer. So what happens? Let's say Verona was healthy right now, dude. This team 
like on paper, like I, we know they're not a playoff team. But if they had Verona right now on top of this current roster, they'd be looking like a wagon a week into the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed Verona was coming in to challenge uh, Larkin as, you know, the, the number one player in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got to assume that we're we're missing out on a lot. Like, and, and then, you know, we don't have Mantha. And it's that just that's just what it is. You know, it's like, oh, we lost this guy, but oh, yeah, he was the guy that we traded for Mantha. So, yeah, we're out a real big player. We're out either a Mantha or a Verona. But either way, with Verona sitting, yeah, we're just we're losing. I, I still think we win the trade because we get draft picks out of it. I think Verona is uh, has time to be better than Mantha, and I think he may be better than Mantha. I think so too. Uh, especially because, um, I mean, nothing against Mantha. I think Mantha's a, very, a great player, but uh, Verona's coming in with young guys and on a rebuild, and you know, it's gonna get he's gonna get all the time in the world. Whereas in Washington, he he was kind of ticked off because. You know, he was an up-and-coming young gun, but he was playing, like, third and fourth line because, you know, because Washington has, you know, their top six. And so he got played out there, and, and uh, he comes here to be a top six guy, maybe a top three guy, and, uh, and yeah, and he's hurt. So, yeah, I think we, we're missing a lot with him. Yeah, you hit it on the head, too. Like, the fact that he's coming to Detroit where he's going to get top six minutes, he's going to get power play minutes, like, what he wasn't getting in. Washington and like you saw first of it last year when he was playing like he looked like the best player on the ice um you know like multiple times uh like throughout his time in Detroit so yeah I mean excited to get him back um a couple more things I wanted to get to Alex Tangay uh I mean the power play is night and day different from what it was last year so that's great to see um yeah I always liked Alex Tangay too he was a good player he was a fucking he was a he was a fucking uh, special teams specialist also i mean he was good on the power play and the penalty kill when he played uh right yeah so it's good that we got you know uh, experience uh, playing experience coaching experience in that in that role instead of whoever the hell was doing it but and he's probably a guy that will be uh behind the bench when we are um you know fighting for playoff spots i think i think this is going to be like a longer term move uh blash is probably just kind of like a bandit on a waterfall or on a uh, dam right now well um, yeah it's like why you know what i mean why fire him and bring in somebody because yeah, everybody yeah. assumes that they're just right under the gun and it's like well no don't bring him in in the middle of a rebuild and then when he doesn't do good it's like oh my god why'd we get this coach well fuck the team sucks There's nothing the coach can do about the players yeah and i'm sure that uh steve and uh, Blashill have had talks like, hey, uh, this is where we're going as a franchise. You know, we're going to keep you for this year and next year, and depending on how, how things go, uh, we might keep you around. We might go other ways. I'm sure that's a conversation they've had because there's yeah, no way that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Blash knows, you know, he's playing out his contract. Which and, is funny uh, because he will get a coaching job somewhere else too, like after Detroit. So. Oh, um, yeah. And I mean, even if it's not as a head coach, I mean, you know, look at right. our uh, one of our assistant coaches the last couple of years was Dan Bilesma, who won a fucking Stanley Cup as a head coach. And right. ten years later, this guy's an assistant coach. Uh, yeah, you know, Blasio, I don't think is terrible. He's he's not the right guy for Detroit. Yeah, totally agree. Um, we talked about that before too, and I think that's probably on par for what the rest of the fans think. Uh, we talked Calder. Yeah, I really do think that there's a strong possibility uh, the Calder Trophy comes to Detroit this year, whether it's Raymond or Mo. Um, couple other things. Or Ned, 
Or Ned, yeah. We haven't got to see a ton of Ned. But Grice has been playing unreal. Speaking of uh, talent, Jesus. Man, you know what? I've always liked Thomas Grice. He's been in the league a long time. Uh, like, I remember, you know, playing, like, NHL even, like, five, six years ago and, like, you know, signing him because he was a good, reliable backup. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, he plays good for me in NHL. Then I started to like him, and, uh, you know, a little yeah. bit old, we got him now, so that's kind of cool. But... Yeah. I don't um, mind him. He's not a terrible goaltender. He's he's not the best goaltender in the world, but he's not the worst, so. No, yeah. And oh, so he's far like... from the worst, but. Yeah, and I think that he's probably got the same bug that, you know, guys like Larkin and Bertuzian, uh, where it's like this team feels different. The guys obviously want to play for Detroit and play for this team. Um, and, he, yeah, he's definitely in the same boat. So Yeah, I and know. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, – we definitely have a lot of different talent, better talent than what we had last year. So, yeah. you know, I mean, the defense, is, it's better, you know. And Grice and, and Letty, who played together a long time in the island um, with New York – and, yeah. um, you know, them getting back to it. And uh, and, and Grice, I'm sure, as a German, is uh, probably being a real good mentor for Mo. So that doesn't uh, that doesn't bother me. And, um, yeah, you know, better defense. And Grice has a better games. And, you know, the defense is there for him more. And, and then the defense feels more comfortable because he's playing better because the defense is better. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's a goaltender's mindset is, oh, you know, like – or the uh, – said is well if this guy's going to perform for us then i'll do everything i can for you know to help him out but if this guy's just going to let every shot in well fuck why am i going to you know put my face in front of the puck yeah he probably feel yeah exactly and the way that they're setting up for each other and going to war for each other like every game i'm sure he's fired up for that too um, yeah speaking of defense like not saying everyone looks like awesome or anything but Mark Stahl definitely looks better than last year like he looks like a competent NHL player so that's awesome to see Phil Peronic is um, playing the bumper on the power play uh, which is good to see moving the puck well so um, you know I'm pleased with where the defense is and you know especially Mo and Nick Letty that that pairing has been really really good so far yeah and then speaking of the D we, we've been talking I'd love to know what is uh, going on with Troy Stesher he's not yeah. he's not on an injured list he wasn't announced in the in the season opener, um, and uh, Jordan Osterley was, and I'd like to see a little bit of him. But uh, you know, you don't make a change right now when the defense is playing as good as they are. Oh yeah, totally. I'm looking up um, Troy Stetcher news, and there's literally nothing about it. So oh yeah, no, I Google it like every day, and I'm like, what's going on with this guy? How come no but, nothing's yeah. going with him? Which is weird because there hasn't been like any reports from like Detroit writers. Or like Elliot Friedman, any, anyone like that that have like mentioned, oh, maybe he's not like a locker room guy. Maybe just you know they don't want him to play for whatever reason. But like nothing like that. And I've never heard anything bad about him, regardless. Yeah, no. And I mean, he played for uh, like he played for Canada at the World Championships, and he did really well. And you know, they wouldn't have taken him unless you know, like the the, the national teams aren't taking you if you're a, a loser. You know what I mean? They're only taking stand up guys. Regardless of if you're really good, if you're a fucking loser, they they don't want you on their team because the guys don't yeah. want to be around you. So yeah, you got to be a stand up guy to play on to you know wear your country's fucking jersey. Yeah, true. Um, we haven't mentioned this before. Should have at the top of the show, but uh, this is Thursday, October twenty first. The Red Wings are playing tonight in like twenty minutes from now. So uh, we're gonna talk for like twenty more minutes here, and then we'll pick back up in the uh, second intermission. 
um, kind of wrap up there, talk about the game uh, and the results. And then, yeah, we should be good with this episode. Also, next episode, we should Hey, be I, got, I got a prediction I want to make. Oh, yeah, go for it. Um, I don't know. It may, it, there may be, you know, I don't want to say it. There may, somebody may get hurt tonight. Nobody may get hurt tonight. I just feel like Saturday night, Todd Bertuzzi won't be in the lineup. Oh, in Calgary. <laughs> in, in Montreal, yeah. Or Montreal, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just got a feeling that he's, he's not going to be in the lineup. Yeah, that's... So, Tyler, you know, fuck, you know, and, and God, you're the leading goal scorer in the NHL and, and get poked, buddy. Get fucking poked, buddy. He's got to do it. Do it. Do it for Wings Nation, Tyler. Do it for your wife. Do it for your uh, for your baby that's on the way. Do it for your team. Do it for Hockey Town. Do it for us. Do it for fucking us. Come on. We need yeah, you, Tyler. Know. We need you. You're a key, buddy. You're a yeah, fucking key. And I know you're not listening and we're still talking to you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see what else I got. Yeah, let's do prospect talk real quick. Because okay, been... I got this. Boom. First off, yes. I wanted to start before you even had mentioned anything about that. The Edmonton Oil Kings, backstopped by Sebastian Cosa. Yes, sir. Are just a wagon in the WHL right now. And I got to assume that they're going, okay, Cosa's gone next year. They are going for it. They just acquired this Carson Golder kid from Victoria, who's a good uh, a good defenseman. Um, Luke Prokop, who's the Nashville prospect who had came out of the closet. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he was a third-round pick by Nashville. This kid, I've watched him play for Calgary over the years, uh, the hitman. Um, this kid, he's big, man. He's he's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He might be 230 pounds, and he's 19. He's a hell of a good defenseman, so they, they picked him up in a trade. And, and they have uh, Dylan Gunther also, who yep. Arizona just picked ninth overall in this past draft. Uh, he, I mean, he had fucking – last year in the shortened season, he played 12 games. He had fucking 24 points. <laughs> also, I'm looking at uh, Kosa's stats right now. Seven games. He's got a 1.28 and a .951. Yep. Yeah. What? And – Hey, he's allowed nine goals, but he's faced 183 shots. Yeah, I mean, that'll give you a, a 951, bro. That is elite. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's the WHL, but like that is. Hey, buddy, that, that's that's what counts, though, right? The juniors is what counts for him. And can you imagine if he had a 951 in like the queue where there's like a million shots a game? We'd be like, all right, get him up. <laughs> Yeah, see, the, the, the thing that was always the, the what I always thought, like, growing up, and, uh, you know, like, it'd be a good thing uh, if, if Kyle comes back on and talk to him about it. Um, the queue is always um, less defensive. And they I don't, don't want to defense in the queue. And I don't want to knock defensemen that come out of the queue. But, oh. uh, you know, because there's good ones like Chris Letang. And, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, and that's why Crosby – like Crosby wouldn't have did what got us. He would have done what he did, but he wouldn't have got as many points along the way playing in the OHL um, yeah, where, yeah. where the goaltenders are better or playing in the WHL where defensemen rule big, big burly fucking, you know, Brent Burns fucking yeah, yeah. kind of fucking defenseman, uh, you know, that'll fucking just eat you for lunch. You know, Dion Phaneuf of the world. that <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, oh, yeah so totally but but then you go back like 
Quebec was the goalie factory, you know, like when, when I was growing up and pretty much when you were growing up too, you know, Bois, Brodeur, Luongo, uh, you know, like name most goalies. They were from fucking Quebec. Marc-Andre Fleury even. But, uh, but, you know, we're seeing less and less big name goalies from Quebec and still the big, uh, the big point guys are coming out of Quebec. Yeah. Um, other prospects, uh, second at the top, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't recognize his name at all, but he's got the most points so far in the prospect pool. Alexander Kadekin. Oh, Kadekin. He, uh, he is, um, uh, I don't think he'll ever come to North America. How old is this guy? Like 20? He's a captain on, uh, in the KHL. He's got to be a little bit older. Yeah. Um, I think he's a guy that's on a long, long term deal. Oh, okay. Um, and he's it's just kind of, yeah. it's just kind of known that yeah he's he's not going to come over, but he's a guy that uh, is a Russian, and I believe we retain his rights forever. So right. you know, if he ever did want to come over, even if it was you know in 2027, he would have to sign with Detroit. Yeah, um, and and Tatayev is another guy like that. I, do you think he's going to make the NHL at some point, Tatayev? Uh, I, I, I would like, I wish there was somewhere I could see Griffin's games. Cause I'd like to see some of the, you know, especially because we got a good, a good pool of guys down there that yeah, are going to really definitely good. be possible stars in the, in the national league. I would like to, uh, you know, I think what he did. Okay. So he's got two assists in two games with grand Rapids. I, th- I think he was phenomenal during, uh, training camp and hey, exhibition and, and the prospect thing. Oh yeah, fucking Kareels for real. Uh, yeah, I hope. Um, you know, he's a small guy, but like uh, we had talked about before, he's uh, he grew up with Pavel Datsuk, uh, not with Pavel Datsuk, but Pavel Datsuk kind of teaching him and going to Pavel Datsuk hockey schools and that stuff. Uh, not saying he's the next Pavel Datsuk, but he's a late round draft pick, and so is Pav. Yeah, but, you know, maybe guy, maybe we just got to wait on him a couple years. I mean, he was drafted only two years ago, so you know. Hey, maybe we just got to wait. You know, he's 21. And all we have is time right now, too. So it's like. Exactly. Yeah. If he, if he, if he tears up the AHL for two years, hey, get him, get him on board. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Other prospect news. Soderblom's got five goals in five games. Wallander got his first goal today for Rogel. I saw Uh, that. That was a beauty. Yeah. Edmondson looks really good. Uh, The highlight, you, you can totally disagree with me because I think this is something that I noticed you Maybe probably want to focus on the score, maybe a little bit more. But I was watching um, a couple highlights today, and his defense like looks so much better than last year. Like, um, he looks so. Uh, smooth. Are you talking about Edmondson? Edmondson, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I haven't really paid too much attention. I've seen a couple videos, but I guess I haven't really paid too much attention to put up a, any kind of an argument. But I would definitely believe you if you say that his fucking defense looks better, uh, because that's what I've heard from Nick. Uh, you know, read that Nick Cronwall has said about him. Yeah. And um, another thing I just like Google, when I was looking up like stats, saw a video of Hakan Anderson saying that he was surprised that uh, Edmondson was still there when they drafted him. And regardless, he was their guy. So good to see that there, uh, we talked about it before too. Like we pretty much knew that Detroit was on a mission to get uh, Edmondson. So cool to see that confirmed. Cool to see that he's playing really well. Uh, I mean, he'll be in the NHL probably 2023. 
Eh, if he's not in next year, buddy. Yeah. I mean, he might, depending on how everything goes this year. And, um, you know, uh, I, I could see a world where if we have like a really bad year. Obviously, we're going to be picking top five or like a decent year. We're picking like 12, 13, 14. Maybe an acquisition in the offseason pushes him back a year. Um, maybe like a guy like Nick Letty comes back in or something like that. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Best, uh, best case scenario, we end up with Shane Wright. Oh, yeah, uh, I and I want our word. Fucking Brad Lambert. Yeah, Brad Lambert would be so sick too. That that's our that's that's our worst case scenario. That's as that's as bad as it can get. Just Brad Lambert because I feel like they're the same. Like, I, depending what Lambert does this year, like man, he could be the fucking first overall pick. I, I mean, yeah, that's you know, I, I, and and, and it, we're gonna get a fucking show of him at the World Junior Championships. I'm yes. sure he's and Finland's usually kind of a you know a team that's on a bubble to be a medal, and now they got him just be a fucking wagon with this guy. They will be, yeah, 100%. and uh, it's like yeah, you know, I I'll put fifty bucks that fucking Finland would met right now that Finland medals, bronze, silver, or gold, but they're gonna get one of them. I can see that for sure. Um, that's all I had for prospects. Uh, actually, you know what? One more thing about prospects. Uh, Liam Dower Nilsson is leading, um, <laughs> possible Red Wings players in the future. He's got thir- or, uh, 11 points in 13 games, um, total this season. So, I mean, pretty fucking solid. I really love that we have Liam Nielsen. <laughs> I know. I know. It's perfect. I will find you, goaltender, and I will score on you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will find your weakness, and I will exploit it. Uh, I have a particular set of skills. They involve <laughs> sniping from a long range. I, I haven't seen him play at all. I don't even know like what his game's like. I haven't either. Um, and he's a fifth-round pick, but yeah, I've heard that. I mean, I've seen a couple of videos of a couple goals uh, and a couple setups, but... Uh, yeah, he's he's already played uh, a lot of hockey this year. He's already played 16 games between, uh, you know, playing for Frölunda and uh, and Sweden under 20 and Frölunda's junior club also. Holy shit! Yeah, he's played like three places so far. Um, actually, you know what? I did want to mention Joe Valeno. He looks really good. Um, and Berger too. They both look really good. They're both like point of. Point plus games. Point a game. Okay, plus sorry. Games. I just realized fucking Liam Dower Nielsen's a fucking Frolunda player too. Yeah, yeah. They got fucking about, right? Dower Nielsen, Soderblom, uh, Edvinson, and fucking Niederback. And then no, no wonder Cronwall fucking is there all the time because the fucking the top four prospects are all playing on the same fucking team. Yeah, it's and the Cron- junior Red Wings. And, yeah. and Cronwall, uh, Cronwall said he tries to get on the ice with him four or five times a week. I wonder how he's skating right now. Probably the same. Just a beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mantha just scored, actually, against New Jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. What the f- – I'm sitting here, and I don't even – and I'm staring at a blank fucking TV. Yeah, I've been watching games. I can't believe you're doing that. Yeah, no, cause, just because I get fucking stoned. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got anything else before we wrap uh, this, this portion? No, not really. Fucking cool. – All right. Go fucking Edmonton Oil Kings, Sebastian Cosa, fucking wagon. Yeah. The wagon. Um, yeah, all right, well, we'll be back. 
uh, in two periods. So we'll wrap up there. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you, buddy. All right. Hey guys, just want to take a quick break to talk about Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, We use it here at Purple Octopus Red Sweater and it's been awesome. Um, So yeah, let me just explain a couple things about Anchor. Um, They have the best tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, This is my first time editing a podcast and Anchor has made it super easy for me to uh, edit. Um, While hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all platforms like Spotify, Apple, and uh, much more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So head over to the App Store now and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you guys. Here we go. We are um, watching the game right now, like nine and a half minutes left. Um, I mean, this is a fucking game that you fall asleep to so far. Yeah, it's been boring. Um, it's You know what? But there's been some takeaways. Guys have been playing good. Uh, like I talked about earlier, fucking uh, – I said to you earlier there, Blake Coleman didn't fool fucking Cider at all there. That was, that was in the second period. Fucking Coleman went one way, and it was almost like Cider was just like, yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to stand right here and take the puck from you, though. Yeah, I think Mo has been the best player 100% tonight. Um, and, I'll be oh, honest. man, Raymond's had chances. He has, he has. Yes, he's like so close to assisting or bearing a lot of a lot of shots tonight, a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunities. Also, Milikovic uh, looks good, too. Um, yeah, he's made a lot of one- good saves, a lot of good saves. Yeah, like that one goal was, I don't want to say lucky, but it was just unfortunate. Um, besides that, though, like, yeah, played pretty well. Um, defense, I think, is kind of where we thought it would be going into the year, where it's kind of weak. Um, it, it, it's shaky at best, yeah. Shaky at best. Not a lot of puck control, even from the forwards, too, and a lot, a lot of turnovers, which is killer. You know what? Stahl's played good tonight. Stahl has played well, dude. I mean, I, I mean, it's not that it's not expected from him. The guy's been one of the better defensemen in the league for the, you know, his entire sixteen-year career. But um, you know, he's 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 a big boy, and he's lost a step, and it happens to some guys. But uh, you know, he still offers the experience, and he's still a hell of a good defenseman. Yeah, he's a guy you want in your locker room, especially like where the Red Wings are right now. And um, I don't know. Last year, there was times where it's like, oh god, Mark Stahl's out. Like this is going to be a turnover to a goal, probably. But yeah, this year, like I feel a lot more like comfortable with him on the ice, so, especially with Heronic too. So yeah, and uh, I mean, I haven't really noticed a Kaiser out there. I don't even think one time. Uh, Lindstrom, Lindstrom's hockey. been all right, <laughs> and Cider's been fucking lights out, man. Yeah, I think that bet for uh, Cider for Calder is looking better every day. And, yeah, and uh, like, fucking Stedger and Osterley are sitting in the press box like, we're never getting in the fucking lineup, buds. See, I don't get – I know we talk about, like, Stahl's, like, playing well for his age and all that, but I, I don't. I still just don't get how you keep Stetcher out of the lineup. You can't even trade him at this point. Well, well Stetcher wouldn't be Stahl, though, because they, uh, they, they play opposite sides. I th- like I didn't realize that Lindstrom was going to step up and be as good or better than Stetcher to keep Stetcher out of the lineup to start the season. Maybe that's maybe that is the call that if they are playing like somewhat, you know, like equal skilled games, you probably favor the younger guy in Lindstrom, like one of your homegrown guys too. But at the same time, you can't 
at this rate, you literally can't trade Stetcher. If he's not playing games, he has no trade value. So, like, uh, maybe that's well, not where their heads are at. But not well, not right now. He doesn't have trade value, right? But um, but when somebody gets hurt or you know a team yeah. gets a couple of injuries, all of a sudden they're hurting for a defenseman, and Stetcher's available. But yeah, I guess we got to see him play more. But I'm sure he's still going to play like a legit NHL defenseman too. It's not like he's he's not a garbage player. Here comes Mo, Attaboy. What's what's your game clock at? I don't want to. Uh, uh, I'm at eight fifteen right now. Okay, let me pause this for about ten seconds then. Yeah, but I mean, I'd say overall not a very uh, oh, I just, game. I just seen what you meant by fucking good job by Mo. Yeah, right. I'm, at, I'm at eight minutes right now. Ah, oh, beautiful. So am I. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like Bertuzzi looks. Yeah, he still looks like a good player. It's not like he has the magic like he had before. Like the whole team doesn't have that magic, but well, to be expected. I mean, you you know, even if you know, it's not like it's it's gone. I mean, you just can't have it 82 times. Oh yeah, no way. Here we go. A little bit of fire here, Larkin. And... But but fuck, Nadalkovic looks good. He does look good. And, I mean, you know, compared to ranking with Detroit, Calgary's, a, I would call, a better team. See, honestly, watching this game, I'd say like, – no, 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 but, I mean, coming into the season on paper, you oh, would say yeah, Calgary's – uh, I don't know that Calgary is a playoff team. No. But, so. but they're a better team than Detroit. Yeah. Or, or they, they should be realistically right now. Yeah. I'd say watching this game just from the eye test, they're pretty even. Five on five, I'd probably give Detroit the advantage, but like special teams, Calgary's by far the better team. Yeah, and I mean, people can't forget that, you know, we're, we really, three of our better players are rookies right now Cider, Raymond, and Nedeljkovic. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we can't be expecting everything of Cider and Raymond right now. They're still just rookies. Yeah. Um, they just Tell- ran across the bench, and I saw Giovanni. That guy just looks unreal in a Red Wings uniform. I hope he stays here for, like, 10, 10 more years. He's awesome. This guy, yep. And, and you know what? I wanted everyone to hear what I said to you earlier. I said, you know, I love him because you think you're getting a Darren McCarty, and then all of a sudden, he once in a while, he'll show these flashes of absolute greatness. Yeah, And it's does. like, oh, okay. And, I mean, he, he, he doesn't do it often, but – he does it, so it's like you, you got a good hockey player here. Yeah, and and if he could, player. if he could learn to stand in front of the net and take the beatings that Thomas Holmstrom used to take, man. Where did he play junior at? Was he in Erie? Giovanni. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because he played with Fabry and Bertuzzi and um, Suter. Yeah, you're right. He was on the second line. Oh, wow. He played in Barry, then he played in Guelph, then he also played in Kitchener. Oh, okay. Got it. So yeah. he... They said it, like, on one of the broadcasts. As soon as he said Guelph, it reminded me. Yeah, he played on the same team as uh, Burton, those guys. Yeah. See, Z- uh... I like Zadina, too. Zadina is, like, he's definitely more of a presence than – well, last year he was really good. I, I... I think he took a big step last year, but like he's definitely noticeable. Uh, this Who, game. Who, who's that, sorry? Uh, Zadina. Oh, absolutely. Zadina's been uh, very well done, very well today. 
What do you think about Suter so far? I like him. He's good. He's uh, He hustles. He's always giving it. Yeah, he is. I like him a lot. He's got a lot of upside, too. Such a young kid. Well, second year of the league. Yeah. You know, he was playing with Patrick Kane. Uh, but, no, he looks good. And, um, like, we just touched upon a lot of – he. you know, for being an undrafted uh, kid from Switzerland and a, a more of a young man before he even came over, you know, he's got ties with – he played with uh, Giovanni and he played with Tyler and he played with uh, Fabri. And, you know, the, yeah, the four of them were all teammates in golf. So, you know, a lot of familiarity. At least you go into the dressing room and – you know someone, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and not only that, like, you know, uh, Tyler, who's obviously one of the leaders, and, and, you know, Giovanni, who's been around the organization a long time, and Fabri, who's, you know, coming in to be, uh, you know, who Eisenman pretty much picked up for nothing, and he's definitely one of our better players. So, yeah. you know, it's not like you come in and, you know, like the seventh defenseman. You know, at least you know the guys that know all the guys and all that stuff. And Make I think that impact, that yeah. probably really helps. Wasn't uh, Fabry and Larkin's draft class in the first round? Lark- I think you. Oh, Fabry. Yeah, I believe so. Drafted in the first round. So, yeah, the 24, 25-year-olds. Um, I'm looking at the uh, scores from tonight. Montreal loses again badly to Carolina 4-1. At the yeah, I, I, I did last see that it was 3-1. to one. Yeah, there's some good, like, rivalry games tonight. Uh, Ottawa and San Jose, the whole Eric Carlson thing. And then uh, the Montreal yeah, game with – Now, Jesper. did you see Carlson and uh, – San Jose was playing on Montreal the other night. And Carlson and Hoffman almost went at it. Now, if you remember, the Hoffman was yeah, moved yeah. because his uh, – Hoffman's, Hoffman's wife attacked Carlson's wife on social media about uh, an unborn child or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, a huge meltdown from Ottawa that year because I think that was the same year that the whole, like, Uber thing happened. Do you remember that? No, the Uber thing was just the year that was cut short because of COVID. Oh, it was that soon? I thought it was the same Yeah, year Carl- like Carlson wasn't on that team. Oh, that's right, because that was, like, Brady's first year, I think. And um... Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that, what a fucking disaster that was. That was... Oh, well, I... Ottawa's a fucking dumpster fire, let's be honest. They are. I, I think they. I think they're like on the same timeline as Detroit, though. Their prospect pool is so nasty. They're probably going to be. Yeah, but I there. mean, but but, but we're going to have Sebastian Kosa, and they're going to have uh, Matt Murray, who's just going to decline more. Oh, he's terrible. While while Sebastian, well, I mean, you know what? Even if he's playing good hockey, though, he's going to be three years older, or two years older than what he is now. So thirty three, thirty four. He's obviously will decline, but we have a twenty-year-old Sebastian Gosa. Like, yeah, true. That's the game. Oh, nice Lucas had a down. Lucas from had a good uh, shot pump right there. Maddie Kachuk too. Yeah, I like Kachuk. I love so good for him. Yeah, yeah I love all the Kachuks are awesome. Oh yeah, that's tough. You know what? I don't know. It's not. We're two one one. Surprising that we're. Where we are now, but I don't know. You can't, like, like I said before, you can't keep that uh, same energy that you did those first three games because that was like crazy what what they were doing. But yeah, welcome back to Red Wings hockey, I guess. Yeah, this is how it goes. 
We're, uh, I think we're still tied with the Tampa Bay Lightning, aren't we, in the standings? That's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> they got a couple cups. Um, yeah, a couple of rings that, for the boys. Uh, the Canucks and the Hawks are tied 1-1 in the second. I hope the Hawks – see, the thing is, I don't want the Hawks to be too bad, though, because if they get Shane right – I've made this promise to myself. Yeah, you quit watching hockey. I will never watch another hockey game if the Blackhawks get Shane right. So, are you uh, are you gonna go to the game? What is it, Sunday? Yeah, on the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is on Sunday, but I, I won't be. I'll be in Iowa, unfortunately. Well, that's unfortunate. Dude, you should see how cheap the prices were compared to the beginning of the year to now for uh, the United Center in Chicago. No, really. You ticket, yeah, you can tickets for like twelve bucks. So, what are you, are you going? Like, when you go back to Ohio all the time, are you going to like the football games or? Yeah, um, Iowa, but yeah. Um, or Iowa State, sorry. No, yeah, you're all good. Uh, yeah, typically go to that stuff, tailgate, hang out with like old buddies from school and all that. Yeah, well, you were a frat guy too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you still got all the brothers there. Uh, fucking nothing like fucking friendship from college, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. And like a bunch of the guys that like just graduated like live in the surrounding area, so. Yeah. Uh, they always come back. Yeah, it's a tough game. Um, well, yeah, we three nothing. Here. We played good, three nothing. But you know, we played good. We outshot them. Uh, they played good. Fuck, nothing you can do. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you can't buy a goal. That's all there. That's all it is to it. Yeah, they could buy a goal. That's all right, though. I mean, I have a feeling this is going to be a fun season. We're not going to experience all eighty-two games like what it was the first three games, but there'll definitely be hints of like that crazy good fun hockey that we witnessed so oh yeah um, yeah i don't even know where if we're uh if we're a 30 win team but uh yeah it should be fun to fun ride let's let's fucking start it up let's go for it yeah i mean i guess 32 wins and i, I i'm actually pretty confident with that yeah i mean that sounds you know i was just saying under 30 but yeah 30 32 28 i, I mean maybe 20 2085 yeah, 20, 28 to 32 that seems right there. around in there. And uh, yeah. that'll still be good enough to uh, get into a fucking decent lottery situation. I mean, we don't we don't need to make the fucking playoffs right now. We need another fucking real good fucking draft pick, folks, before we make the playoffs. So everyone needs to fucking settle down out there with when we lose one game, everybody losing their fucking minds. We need another draft pick before we need the fucking playoffs. That's... Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get, you get your best players from the draft and then acquire guys in between. So hopefully we get... Uh, top five pick this year, and then we start acquiring in the next summer. Not to worry about drafting anymore, but yeah, I think uh, Shane Wright or Brad Lambert is a fucking either one of those guys is a huge W for the Detroit Red Wings. I think I might up uh, well, depending on how the next couple of weeks go, I think I'll update the uh, gold star chart to our prizes Shane Wright and or uh, Brad Lambert. Shane Wright would be, yeah, your. Like I don't even know. Like, but it's I want to. But I want to say, like, yeah, okay, that's your ultimate prize. But if I yeah. land on, if I land on Brad Lambert, I, I, I'm not a loser. No, not at all. Like, you know what I mean? If if you don't get Shane Wright, it's like, oh shit, we lost. But then if you end up with Brad Lambert, it's like, you know what? We maybe we didn't lose at all. They're they're replicas of each other. Yeah. But Brad Lambert is like that Sidney Crosby type, like generational Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews type, like generational talent. Brad Lambert is, I don't think he's necessarily even that close to being, 
I think he's very, very good, but I don't think he's. No, I don't think he's. That, but but I think they're they're that close that it's like okay, we didn't get Shane, but if we still got Brad Lambert, everything's gonna work out okay. True though, and yeah, getting that player. I mean, I think the rebuilds not not. I'm not gonna Pierre LeBron it, but it's pretty much over at that point. If you get Pierre Pierre Dorian, by the way. Oh yeah, Pierre Dorian. Excuse me. Yeah. What if they Pierre Lambert? Who the fuck Pierre, is that? No, you said Pierre LeBron. Oh, Pierre LeBron. Yeah. I was looking at Brad Lambert. I don't know how that got <laughs> in my head. I'm looking at Taki Debi right now. But yeah. So yeah, exactly. If we slot him in at center, if he translates to a center. In the NHL, then yeah, you have your one, two, three, four stack center already. Like, well, everything goes right. And Vancouver to score for Chicago. Fuck you, Chicago. Wow, Chicago's fucking just brutal with the fucking yeah, league's best goaltender. Yeah. Well, best goaltender a season ago, bud. He was. Yeah, he was nasty. Not best now. All right, yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Uh, no, that's about it, I guess. Beautiful. All right, let's go, Wings. Yeah, let's go. Uh, next game, Saturday night, no Tyler Bertuzzi. So I imagine we'll get uh, Carter Rowney back in the lineup. Looking forward to that, actually. Uh, yeah, you know what? He didn't play too bad the, the other night there for when Larkin was out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll see Carter Rowney again. And then I know we do have like a three game road trip, I think, before like maybe around American Thanksgiving um, to Canada. So maybe Joe Valano comes up, uh, you know, to play a couple games while Bertuzzi's is out for three or four. That would be nice. I would love to see Joe because he's playing awesome in the AHL. Yeah, absolutely. And so is Jonathan Bergeron. Yeah. Oh. I wonder if there's an injury if he gets called up, if Joe's already up. He probably would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Witowski would be probably the the guy that could called up, depending on if it's defense or a forward. Yeah, but Witkowski plays forward also, so. I still can't wrap my head around that, that he plays forward. I don't know why, but I just, like, imagine – I just think of him as a defenseman. Because he's just a big, nasty son of a bitch. Yeah, yes. The Holland native. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys uh soon. Yeah, hey everybody, don't forget we got uh hit us up on Instagram, Purple Octopus Red Sweater. Uh we got Red Wings merchandise giveaways. So, you know, follow and look at the posts, like, subscribe, do it all. And we got some merchandise coming out for our followers. All right, everybody have a good night. Peace.